I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Alistair? Yes, Andrew? I'd like to take this moment before the podcast, to in the think tank, to, uh, to plug a show that I saw at the comedy festival last night. It was... Alastair Tremblay Birchall in Alastair Tremblay Birchall, no relation. And I got to say, tour de force. Of a really? Show. Toured mm. all, a real t- all around the a force? Re- <laughs> a real tour de France of a show. It had highs, <laughs> it had lows, it had drug scandals. No, it, it was it, Alastair. It's yeah. a brilliant show. Oh. You should be very proud. It's very you kind should of you to look say that. yourself in the eye, in the mirror, for the first time when you're brushing your teeth. Now, you'll mm-hmm. be able to maintain quite unsettling eye contact with yourself. Yeah, yeah, but but <laughs> but it, you know, it'll be good. It'll distract me from this very interesting experience of brushing my teeth for the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, indeed, um, Alistair. Uh, yeah, it, well done. Lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of jokes. Well, that's very and, kind. And we tried, it, you know, tried to put some. There's even some Andy Matthews jokes in there, you know. Just, just for the fans, you know. Just for the fans, come go, come mm. and see the show. If you pick, if you can pick which ones an Andy Matthews, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll five your hand. <laughs> I promise. Not put a fiver in there. I can't afford that right now. But I will no. five it with my five hand. Yes. Now, Alistair, uh, yes. a couple of other people we'd like to plug at the Comedy Festival to go see Jack Drews, friend of the friend, show, Jack Drews. Friend of the show, Jack Drews. Why don't you go see Laura Davis, who also appeared mm. on this show? Why don't you go see Alice Fraser? Why don't you go see Josh Ladgrove? Why don't you ah. go see Dr. Matt Brown? Matt Stewart. Matt Stewart, saving the best for last. Mm-hmm. The BFL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the big... Fat long bottom. <laughs> That's yes. right. All right, let's do this. We're obviously in a good place. Yes. Hey, jabba jabba hoo ha, 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 jabba jabba Hello and welcome to Two of the Think Tank Show. The Think Tank Show. We come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair George William Trumbley Birchall. Um, mm. That's great, Andy. Um, yeah, I've, inv- I've just I've, I've decided I'm gonna, you know, you know, um, bikies, yeah, people who ride around on uh, motorcycles on, on, and commit on crimes, motorcycles, and, and well, they don't have, yeah, but it, yeah, some to. of them do. But I think it should be a new type of guy, right? Yeah, and it's a guy who rides around on the top of his car, sort of a bit like Mr. Bean yeah. in the Mr. Bean movie, but. But not so silly. He's 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 a very tough guy. Yeah. But he rides around on top of his car, straddling it but, with his <laughs> legs out really wide. So okay, wait, wait, wait. So he 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 yes. has he has he <laughs> is he using rope like Mr. Bean? Or is yeah, he got he, a, think, a steering wheel up there? Look, I think this culture probably evolved emerged from Mr. Beaning. Right? <laughs> but I think it's it's taken on its own thing and a lot of the current people who do it try and like people who play Quidditch but try and say it's got nothing to do with um Harry Potter it's just yeah. a you know a serious sport it's it's people who do that just a- who do Mr Beaning but say it's got nothing to do with Mr Bean and they want yeah. it to be taken seriously and respected as a as a sort of a cultural thing they're really resistant we just I guess run around with a broom in between our legs and it's a serious sport <laughs> They'd probably within within the car riding culture, there'd be there'd be groups of people who embrace the Mr. Bean comparison and yeah. groups of people who who really don't like it. So there'd probably yeah. be, you know And then um, it, yeah, I big think schism. It's the, so now do you picture it it's a, a tough guy thing or like a prestige yeah. thing? Yeah. I think it's a, well for me, I think it's a tough guy thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think they, you know, there's a and, bit of a sort of an outlaw cowboy kind of thing they're trying to do with it. And is it you kind know, of the like the, the, the wider the car, the the tougher you are? So like, you know, like <laughs> like an ideal thing would be doing it on a like a Humvee or like a yeah. Mack a Mac truck of some sort eventually. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know if there's like saddles, if you can buy a car saddle. Mm, you know, a nice would be big cool. leather car saddle with stirrups yeah. that you can. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that allows you to change the gears with a clicker on it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You have you have leather oh, reins that you know go down would, and through the thing and hold you, tie onto you, the stuff. You know what would wheel. be really good? And mm. if you could, um, if you could, it had a sunroof. And then you could mm. just get a like a a gear extension, you know, like yes. a, for the for the gear shift That's that you clench idea. you clench in between your butt cheeks. Oh, that would be great. And then you kind of <laughs> give it a little like zoom 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 zoom, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. The as underutilized you yeah. um, power of the butt cheeks to grip. Yeah, but then you, you really very using rarely your core. use their gripping power. Yeah, but you, you, you use your core to shift the gears. Mm. Like, imagine you're going like, and then you kind of thrust forward to go into like <laughs> second. But then if you want to go into fourth, you thrust back. Yeah. And I got to make this clear. It's got, it's not, it's got nothing to do with the, the, the bum hole. It's not sexual no. in any way. It's I'm the buttocks. I'm not saying it's sexual. No. It's like, is, is holding the gear stick in your hand sexual? No. Uh, no. no. It isn't. Exactly. This well, is you, just... A, yeah. The, yeah. You, the, the, the forgotten fist that is the butt cheeks. The two... The... Mm, buttock. <laughs> No, I'll, it's I'll, just the, I'll get it's, back to you. It's the fist of the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you were if you had been flung backwards by a giant slingshot, um, yes. you know, and intentional or not, right? If you found yourself heading towards your enemy uh, and you thought, here's your chance, right? Yes. Um you would clench your butt cheeks as a way of getting maximum output out of the yeah. impact. You know? imagine, imagine that scenario. You've been flung backwards in some sort of catapult accident. You, gl- you know, being the responsible person you are, you glance over your shoulder to see where you're headed. Yeah. So, you know, and, and you have the time to For some process. Reason, I, I, picked, I picture you're flying over a night, a night market. <laughs> and you said catapult. I thought slingshot, but I'm okay with catapult if you yeah. want catapult. Yeah, and then you don't have a lot of power in that situation. You can't change your trajectory in the air. All you can really do is decide whether you're going to hit your eventual target clenched or unclenched. That's right. With with a soft buttock or or a a buttock uh, like of steel. Mm. An open, an open handed. Yeah. Or a clenched. uh, That's right. Clenched in anger. I mean, because you could also then at some point, you know, once you realize it's your enemy, you could probably. You know, extend your legs and then and then bend forward to sort of, you know, make oh, your, I, make yourself even more rocket like. That's absolutely what I'm picturing this entire time, Alistair. Yes, you've got you've probably got your arms wrapped around your legs in almost a yoga stretching type pose to turn the whole body essentially into a fist mm. flying through the air. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a reverse Supermaning. um uh that's uh that's that's fun to imagine i wonder you know i i I think the night market is a great location for this as well because i can imagine some sort of fairground equipment that's there that has Mm. been responsible for you know that has malfunctioned and caused this um this catastrophe to occur it's definitely yeah definitely a fair of some sort would be the place where you're most most likely Mm. to have a a, 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 a malfunctioning thing of such. Oh no, my human catapult has malfunctioned and mm. catapulted somebody. <laughs> I think it's also, it would make a great episode of a, um, you know, a forensic investigation show, you know, or a law and order or something like that, where eventually through their dogged um, analysis of, because I imagine maybe your enemy was even killed by this collision, right? Mm. And, 
you uh, the, the the dogged forensic analysis allows them to conclude that they were hit with a clenched buttock instead of an open buttock, <laughs> and that's how they were able to prove your. Um, your malicious intent. And at first, they're just trying to find a really tall man. Somebody mm. whose buttock could be at face height. Of course. You know? <laughs> Andy, this... Well... <laughs> it's crazy that we haven't seen... We haven't seen a cop show that has crimes that are this stupid yet. Mm. Like, I feel like this is yeah. a weird... Maybe it exists. I just haven't seen it yet. But... Um, this does feel like it's a tiny niche that we've actually created quite a few crimes. Stupid crimes. Yeah, crimes that could exist for. I would say almost a pitchable number of stupid mm. crimes. Could be. <laughs> Andy doesn't want to pitch anything. Andy wants us to languish. No, Andy I likes, want to pitch. Andy loves a languish. Andy's happy to work in jobs. <laughs> Oh yes, the perfect job. I've been I've been thinking about pitching things recently. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just mm-hmm. a bit scary and a little bit exhausting. Oh, yes, I mean so far we've pitched once to one person and then that thing got up. <laughs> yes, Alastair, you're absolutely right. <sighs> I can't do um, anything, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> you have all the. Forget it. Sorry. Um... The, I couldn't even think of the word I was trying to use. It's the mm. man, the managerial faculties, but oh, I yeah. I'm the only one that can activate the manu- man, managerial <laughs> faculties by yelling at them in your mind, <laughs> right? So it's a we we're both needed. Yeah, yeah. It's like That's I true. have to get you to commit to something so that I can commit to it. Um, anyway, that's very good. Um, mm. Have you seen this weird la- lizard stone on Mars? No. See that on Twitter? This weird stone that they've got a photo of. It looks like a looks like vertebrae or something. It's like a whole lot of spikes, weird spikes sticking out of some curved stone. No, I haven't seen this yet. Um, it's got me. Re- it's got me really excited. Yeah. So you think that there's vertebrates there? You think that's what they're thinking, or is it? Is it just? Um, like, I mean, is anybody oh. saying that? Is anybody saying that it's there's a possibility, or are they just saying what? What a coincidence that there's a rock that looks like I, this. I think. I think. Well, you know, you know that if it's on Mars, yeah. and if there's a rock that looks like something, yeah. you know that there's going to be some people saying it's that thing, right? That's 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 no, a, no, I know, a, but I I wasn't <laughs> sure if it was like you know like somebody who isn't one of those people saying it. Mm, sure. No, I think it's just people. A lot of I've just seen people on Twitter going, mm, "Oh yeah, so it look is at just this a rock, rock on Mars." It is just a rock, and it's like they're like, "Oh, look at this! If you squint, <laughs> it looks a bit like an iguana." Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, like I can. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Are you? What do you reckon? It, yeah, I mean, it looks like a rock. It definitely looks like a rock. Um, <laughs> It's crazy that rocks are the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is. It is crazy. Yeah, that we have we have found rocks on other planets. Like that, you just look at Mars and you go, "Oh, it's pretty boring." Like I, could, <laughs> mm. you know what I mean? Like you go, "Oh, yeah." I mean, it's good. It's you know, it's good that you know that at least things are similar. Yeah. Um, but it's also a bit boring because you go, I could imagine being there on holiday or somebody walking me through this like as I'm visiting their farm mm. or something like that, you mm. know? I can imagine being there and being bored. Yeah. <laughs> like but we don't even... Th- there might yeah. be a very specific new type of Mars boredom that we'll never oh, know about yes. unless we go there. We discover you yeah. know, that it, it you're able to be bored... In a in a completely different way on Whilst, Mars, whilst being irradiated with UV. Yeah, um, I wonder which, what is the furthest from Earth somebody's ever been bored. Yeah, I mean, I suppose. I mean, could you imagine that a lot of time on the on the International Space Station would be a bit boring? Mm. Yeah, I mean, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there'd no, be a lot of wonder. Fun. There'd be a lot of wonder every time you look out the window. I think. Yeah, wonder I think when would... we can get home. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But then I think there'd also be a lot of like, fuck, my nose always feels weird because there's no gravity and the fluid is constantly, you know, just mm-hmm. all up in there in a weird, weird way. And uh, it stinks up here. I guess you'd get used to the stink after a bit. Man, the stink is the thing that like, uh, yeah, that's awful. That's just, that just takes the whole, any of the magic out of space travel, you know, yeah. like unimaginable horror outside, imaginable horror inside. It's the stink. You just can't, and, and mm, yeah, imagine that, surrounded by a vacuum and yet, yeah. Nothing to, nothing to suck away the smell of the farts. Vacuum, vacuum everywhere, but not a stink to su- a, a suck. Yeah, not a anyway. stink to suck. <laughs> <laughs> not a suck to stink to de stink. Oh god, this is hard. <laughs> it's really hard. It's a lot harder than it was than I thought it would be when I started this sentence. <laughs> this this Lewis Carroll parody. Is there is there a is there a uh, Lewis sketch- Carroll? Is it Lewis Carroll? Yeah, it is Lewis Carroll. Yeah. Oh, Lewis. Yeah. You know what's really weird? Mm. I always only hear the Carol bit. And so I go, it's crazy that that, that, that guy had a woman's name. <laughs> you know? I go, that's great that guy made it so far with a woman's name. And then it just occurred to me that Lewis is quite a man name. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. I think I've always read it as Carol Lewis. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like um, the you know the the writing of names as you know surname then comma then the first name. That's always felt fucked to me. Yeah, and I know that is, there's uh, there is actually almost no reason that we do that. Oh yeah, it's like so many things. Like, cause it's it's and, just it's just this weird choice where they're like, actually, family name is more important. Like that that almost like the that your first name is in some way. You know, it's just like, well, it's just, you just happen to have that. Really, what we just, is your family name. That's what's important. That gives, mm, what gives you yeah. heft, because that one's got who, history built who, into it. Yeah. Who you are, that's not important. Who your parents were, that's what we want to know. Yeah. Like, we want to know, because, like, it's like, yeah, it's kind of going like, it's important to us to know what your family name is so that we can judge yep. you based on the people you're related, <laughs> related to. Well, and then, I need to. I need to know your family name so I know whether even to bother listening to your first name. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's actually a lot of truth in this. Yeah. That it, it is entirely like, well, does he come from a good family? You know, like mm. that, that kind of thing from the ancient times. So it's like, all right, I just need to know which, like, which group he comes from exactly so I can dismiss it or choose to, uh, you know, or, or, or know whether or not I can benefit from this person. And then I will decide whether or not uh, to, to even l- inquire as to which one of them it is. I, I mean, I think you, we're, we're probably struck on something that is exactly what happens. And, you know, you go back to like, you know, the, the days of yore in, mm. um, in England where, you know, the, the staff or the, the people, the labourers or whatever, they would have only been known by their surnames, right? Hmm. So. Yeah. So yeah. it's just kind of, but in a way it's like, you know, while it's fine to be identified, in a way, like, we've had to, like, remove things like that from names in order to, it was just like building in prejudice. <laughs> like, mm. it used to be like, you know, somebody of this place, Right. Yes. So that way, I would be like, "Oh, you're Martin of uh, Deloxley or whatever," and then everybody would be like, "Well, we fucking hate people from Deloxley." You go, "Well, <laughs> <laughs> you go, damn." Isn't it weird that our first name is our Christian name, and yet Christ, his, it Christ was his surname, or yeah. his, his. I mean, you know, Jesus the- was his Christ, Christian name. Yeah. Oh, Even yeah. That, his surname he, was, his name was Christ, which was the Christ. most Christian. Was the most Christian <laughs> you one. Thought. You think Christ was his Christian name? Yeah. Your first, your first name should be your Jesus name. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, I'm writing it down. First name. Yeah, I mean, it's not much. It's oh, not Andy, much, Alice. Nah, it's good. This will be a good Tarantino style conversation. Yes. You know, but it's like, <laughs> but but more inquisitive rather than you know them going dick 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 dick. 
But then she's having dick for the first so big it feels like she's a virgin. <laughs> What's that from? Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Ah, uh, yeah, good Beep. stuff. That'd be a great, that'd be a great podcast to listen to. Just guys <laughs> having Tarantino esque conversations. Apparently, it was a bit that him and a friend did, like at parties. A bit, eh? yeah. And wow. he's he's like, it was kind of almost like you know, like what you, somebody would do is like stand up or like a sketch, and he would do it at parties, and then he kind of just wrote it into his movie. Wow, they sound like good parties. <laughs> parties where women feel really safe. I mean, you know, women like to laugh about uh, interpretations of of songs as well. Oh, right. Is that what that's about? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, about, it's about the song Like a Virgin. Oh, wow. Really? Okay, sure. Mm. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, okay. I guess, I guess, they, I guess they're allowed to listen to Madonna in, <laughs> in Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah, yeah, of course. I assumed they existed in different universes. In a different universe, yeah. Do you think all the Tarantino movies happen in the same universe? Just at different periods? I think it's very possible. That's a great theory. I'm really excited yeah. to talk about that on the internet. <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait to upload this so that we are. We should, we should have an entire social network where you're only allowed to have Tarantino-esque conversations. You can, you can only... You know, all your posts have yeah. to be uh, monologues about <laughs> pop culture and sex. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's all he does, but <laughs> no, that's it, Alistair. That's the entire. That's it. That's. The, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I struggled to summarize it because I really haven't. Uh, I haven't consumed his oeuvre. Um, <laughs> As much as I should. But you know what? I love that you had a go, Andy, and it was really good. Sometimes you can get away with it, Alistair, with my yeah. level and, of understanding. And of you you know what? You probably did get away with it. I uh, almost got away with it. Especially for those who are just like you. <laughs> exactly. Fuckheads. Um, now, we have nothing. Th- three ideas, so we still have more ideas we need to come up with, just so that you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we know about f- futuristic glasses, but there's. Do you mm. think that there's a futuristic monocle? Because <laughs> they um, haven't. Monocles haven't really made it into the present day. Yeah, are they going to make a comeback? The monocle. Mm. Mm. I mean, could you have a tinted monocle? That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? You know, yeah. like you just just one eye gets protected from the sun. Mm. Your good eye, the eye, your favorite eye. Well, I mean, that would be great if you did lose an eye. Uh, you know, I like suppose it would. It if would you be have great a glass if you lost eye. An eye. What about a tinted yeah. glass eye? <laughs> Google glass eye. Uh, um, now. What's What's interesting is like how much. People who have lost an eye can just take the, the, that glass eye out and put it back in. Mm. Is that like, mm. I don't, like, I didn't realize how much you can just put, like, touch the socket. Yeah. Well, I guess it's just a socket. And once it's exposed to the air, it probably, you know, hardens up, dries up a bit. Yeah. It turns into but, a, you know, just a socket. Yeah. Do you think it's, I don't know if you need to get a special kind of lubricant for glass eyes. But there's got to be like a wire. There's got to be a place where the cables go through into the brain, right? Yeah, but I reckon that dries up like an umbilical cord, you know, and you probably just have an eye belly button at the back there. Yeah, right. You know? And so, yeah, so it would just seal up. It wouldn't. You wouldn't just have a passageway to the brain through. I mean, that, you'd, you'd, you'd want one. Obviously, and there might be a way that when your eye falls out, if you're quick, you might be able to put a little thing in there, keep yeah. a little tube that let gives you access to the brain. Yeah, that'd I be, wonder if you could that'd be in. really good. I wonder if you could put a cochlear implant into the if you had an empty eye socket and connect it to the wires for the eye. I think we're onto something here. Because I mean, obviously. like, why do you need to put your cochlear implant in your ear? Mm. 
You know, you, do you, is it just you need a cable to get to the brain? You just need like an HDMI or something like that, whatever it is that they use to connect. <laughs> but I reckon any cable would work. You could probably get, put it in your hand and we'll just attach it to a nerve. Mm, HDMI, HDM ear, HDM tongue, <laughs> all, all the sensory connections. Oh, that's very good. Um, RC anus. Or, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, RC penis. There we go. Ah, uh, good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, or, like, why is there no sonar? Like, why can't we get an extra... Why can't we get sonar attached? Yeah. Like, yeah. that feels like that should be an easy, an easy add-on. Mm. You know, like... Yeah, why... I think, I, think that's, I think that's a good point, that with cochlear, they're sh- showing insufficient ambition by just trying to replicate hearing. Um, mm. When they should be aiming to push beyond hearing, you mm. know, yeah, make and, people superhuman. Yeah, and also like I remember years ago, somebody you know reading about a, somebody who put like a strong magnet in their finger, right? Yeah, and yeah. and that allowed them because then like it was it was coated in something so that it wouldn't react with the body, but they said that after mm. that they would be able to sense. Um, you know, they'd be able to sense magnetic fields, right? So they would feel them when they're walking through, like, you know, yeah, you know, leaving wow. a Kmart and shit like that, you know, through the security things and different things. They could feel it around, like, the motors of their, uh, um, of their, you know, their fridge and stuff. And they could, so, mm. but there's no reason why you need to put it inside your finger. Like, if you had just, like, a strap around your hand, you know, kind yes. of, you know, um, that just had some strong magnets in it, you would just sense, uh, you would this sense magnetic great, fields. You know, like like those people who write the columns in the newspaper, they're always looking for some new fucking thing to do every week, right? Mm. So they've got something to write about. This is a good one. I spent a week with a magnet sticky taped to my hand. <laughs> and this is how my life changed. Yeah. But like that one is an easy one because you can just feel it. Like you can feel the pull and, and push and stuff, right? But there must be a sonar version of that where yeah. where you could just even have it and it just kind of like, like let's say it was like, I don't know, you're wearing like ski goggles. This is not a great mm. solution yet. But mm. but let's say the, the, the ski goggles just had a little sensory thing in the pad, like in the in the pad that's kind of like almost like a soft, you know, like those massage chairs, they're kind of... They've got like, you know, they're comfortable and leathery, but inside Mm. they've got little things, little fingery, knobbly things that can push into you and you can feel them. Well, what if like it was doing sonar and it was giving you an interpretation of what's in front of you through through push, (laughs) right? You know, like that. And then and then you would kind of like you'd you'd also match that up with what you're seeing with your eyes, but then and then. At nighttime, you would be able Finally, to... Finally, you'd be able to see in 3D. You'd in three... be able to... <laughs> no, but you know, like at least at nighttime then, when it's dark, you would start to get to know how that works a bit better and yeah. sort of be better at walking at nighttime to go get a glass of water mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. some shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, that's really... Uh, that's great. Um, I mean, I, if I could do that and wear my sonar goggles to change the baby's nappy or something at night so that I wouldn't have to... Um, <laughs> wouldn't have to turn the lights on right and wake up um you know anybody or hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Or something like that, right? Yeah. That'd be so good. And then instead of seeing the baby's um, dirty nappy yeah. with my eyes, I would be able to feel it on my face, That's which I'm right. sure would be so much nicer. Well, it could be interesting, you know. Um you know, you could see bats flying around. You could get a little sense. You'd be like, oh, there's a bat up there. You could find out if there's anything behind you moving because you would feel it great. Scu- scuttling across your face or in the back of your head. to be able to um, finally use sonar on bats, give That's them a right. taste of their own medicine. 
Oh, maybe they'd be like... They, See maybe, how they oh, like it. I wonder if they'd be able to jam your signal. Do you think there's any animals that can jam your signal? Yeah, I'm sure there are animals that can jam your signal. Yeah, I feel like that's maybe that's what um, squids are doing with their squirt out ink. Oh, yeah. It's an attempt to jam your visual well, signal. I guess, or also, um, yeah, but also like... Uh, you know, with all those color patterns that they create on themselves, I guess that's like mm-hmm. that's in a way trying to jam the signal because they're trying to mimic their background. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess, but but sonar is like it actually is sound, right? So it's a different, it's a compression wave. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so it's they have it. They have to do it through their through their sh- something of their physiology it has to be in their shape like it absorbs the it absorbs the pressure or something like that and maybe that's what their wings do or do you think their wings play a part in catching <laughs> like do you think their their waves their wings play a part in catching the one the sonar that they put out if they don't that's a crazy missed opportunity right because they've got these big wide wings with this thin skin it feels like they're, they've got a couple of little sonar dishes on there i mean exactly they're they basically a satellite vibes. dish mm. you know you're like you're like a quarter of a satellite dish you want to be using that dish to 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 as a receiver satellite be, yeah um, i mean i guess it's it's impossible not to right cuz it's just they would be feeling that not hearing it would they i don't know do you think this do you think this counts as a tarantino-esque conversation yeah <laughs> i'm not sure yeah uh, wait what? i think what about what about a a talent competition they're always looking for talent competitions right this would be a great it's be a great one you know tarantino's conversation talent. off it's like rupaul's drag race but it's uh, it's it's Tarantino's conversation off. The name is great. It rolls off the tongue. It's, it's, it's already a sh- talent <laughs> off. Tarantino talent talk, off. Talk talk off. Talk off. And and you yeah, just a couple of guys or a group of guys. They take it in turns to be on the stage, sitting around, yeah, riffing a conversation, a Tarantino esque conversation. The the judges are Quentin yeah. Tarantino. And uh, Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. And, and Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Wow. Yeah. Don't you reckon? Don't you reckon? I mean, he, he could was be. A, yeah, he's, he's, I think, he's kind of like yeah. not, he's not been as like long lasting with his success. Mm. But I mean, obviously he's still out there making the films and things like that. It's just that they're not, they don't seem to be hitting as hard as the Tarantino ones. Didn't. Didn't he direct something bizarre like the new Aladdin movie or something? The yeah, remake right. of Aladdin? That's quite possible, yeah. Yeah. Aladdin director. Uh, yeah, it was Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Yeah. You did it, Andy, you, you beautiful motherfucker. <laughs> so fucking weird, isn't it? I, I mean, I guess like just a huge part of making a film is – making a film. Mm. And if you can make a film, you're already in a you know, a small pool of people who are able to make films. Make films, yeah. And when you're making a film, you need someone who can make a film. That's right. So So a lot of the time that's one probably... of the, some, some of the first people you look to is people who have made exactly. a film. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't matter really if it's like uh you know bullets coming from the hands of people uh you know holding guns mm. or Mm-hmm. If it's magic coming from the fingers of a genie holding nothing. <laughs> it's all the same. That's right. It's all the same stuff, basically. You know, you. I, I came up with a new idea uh, today, Alastair, speaking yes. of genies. You know, close up magic. Yeah. You're going to love away. this. <laughs> Far away magic. <laughs> oh, that's very good, Andy. <laughs> it's me at the other end of a field saying, Is this your card? <laughs> and them shouting back. I, yeah, probably. I, I don't. It would be impossible for me to know. Uh, and then I say, "Aha! <laughs> it, it isn't your card. The hand is quicker than the telescope, my friend. <laughs> yes, quicker than the, the your legs can take you to the garage to get your old telescope out and dust it off, and mm. then look through it. But by then." 
It's too late. <laughs> it's, the deception has happened. Yeah, that's right. And it's not sleight of hand. It's uh, weakness of eye. Ah, that's the other. That's the, I that's use the weakness other, of eye. Yes, I drew attention the away. The bubble. <laughs> I didn't even have to take your attention away. <laughs> no, you can look as closely as you want. No misdirection required. That's right. It's it's a good it's a good starting point for people. Mm. You know, you go to one end of the house <laughs> and you get your family. This is when I was a kid. I started as a far away ma- magician. Yeah. And I would get the family to sit down in the living room and then I would go to the other end of the house. <laughs> and perform mind-boggling feats. With coins, tiny mm. coins. And head or tails. So they always said heads. And then I would say, sorry, tails. <laughs> Sounds like a good trick. <laughs> it's not um, a. Chem- it's, does this look like a regular coin? Relatively, I think. I think you still have a glamorous assistant, but she's also a very long way away from both you and, and the audience. So yeah, you've got like so, a you've got a triangle going. You got a triangle, basically. Yeah. Can you have three 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 dots that exist? And it's not a triangle, I guess, if they're all on the same line, right? Can you have three dots? I don't think you can have three dots that exist and it's, oh, wait, if they're in the same line. Yeah. yeah but other than I that, should have listened to what you said. That's okay. Uh, but, but, but I mean, but that, uh, you know, a line really is just a very shallow triangle, a three-dotted right. line. <laughs> I think it's still considered a triangle because it's just the, all the angles are just zero degrees. Oh, no, a triangle is supposed to have 180 degrees <laughs> all added no, up. Well, yeah. So, how did, how did that work? Oh no! Wait, though it does work. Wait, because one of the angles is just one hundred and eighty. One of the angles is one hundred and eighty, and then it. the other two angles are zero. Yes, oh my god! So oh my god! <laughs> a, a straight line with three de points on it is a triangle. Yeah, I mean, does it even need the three points on it? Right. I guess. Or can yeah. a straight line just be a triangle? Uh, I guess so. It's yeah. exciting. It's very exciting. I think we're onto something there. Wow, Andy. Call up... Um, uh, the who's Math a... Society. Yeah, call up the Math Society. We've got a proof. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen to this there should podcast. Be, there should be about... one day of the year when the Math Society... Will allow just in fuckheads to give it a go. <laughs> I like that. Okay, wait. The one the, day of the, the year. Ma- the math society's one day with fuckheads. Isn't there? There's there's some stupid thing about like in Ireland. There's one day of the year when they made a movie about it, right? One day of the year when a women can ask a man to marry them or something like that. There's some stupid tradition or something like that, like that but for maths. With an even more absurd idea than a woman asking a man to marry him. Yeah, her. a woman a woman asking a man to ask her to ask, yes, to marry her. <laughs> um, I suppose that happens every other day. No. Mm. <laughs> Women are always asking me to ask them to marry them. Uh, so what else we got, Alistair? Another day and... where women ask you for another day where they can ask you to marry them. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> How many men do you think you would do? You think you would have to do a referendum for that to get an extra day? To get an extra day for women? Yeah, to, to ask yeah. men to marry them. Um. Yes, I think so. <laughs> Andy, we have more than five. You need a majority ideas. of men. Yep. Go yeah, go. All right. So then, do you want to go to three words from a listener? Now, I don't know if you know uh, this. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, Andy, but we have listeners, and some of them can provide us three words after they've signed up to our Patreon. Uh, who? And uh, donated three dollars to the to the Patreon. Each dollar represents one word. In this case, it's a metaphor. <laughs> But that has very real consequences. <laughs> um, 
And today's listener... The value of the dollar is pegged to the value of the individual word on the Two in the Think Tank podcast. That's right. On a one-to-one. That's right. And it's the word standard. Mm, that's right. And it is pinned to the greenback. Um, and the listener today, Andy, do you want to try and guess which listener it is? Uh, wow, this is an exciting new frontier. Yeah. Uh Josephine Clint. Oh, I'm sorry, Andy. Uh, it is Dominic Stevenson. Ah, uh, close. Dominic Stevenson. And Dominic, Dominic Stevenson. has donated three words to the to the to this um to this episode. And would you like to guess what the first word is? Mm, okay, the first word is Lagrange. Lagrange. Or Lagrange. Lagrange. Let me have a look. No, it is not. It is meat. Uh, okay. M-E-A-T? M-E-A-T. Great. Okay. Meat is. The next word is is. Oh, you meat got, is. You got one of the letters correct. Oh. Uh, it is meat-based. Meat-based. Is it bread? Is it meat-based bread? Oh, it's a very good guess, Andy, but... <clears throat> the third word is meat-based plants. Meat-based plants. Very good. I mean, of course, that does take me to the first sketch show that we did together, Alistair, Wing Attack, where we had a sketch about a man going to a butcher's to ask for bread and asking if they were able to slice the meat in such a way that it becomes bread. <laughs> I still think that that's a great... Classic sketch idea. I, think it's, I still think it's a great sketch idea. And I would love to revisit it and see how we did it. Um, oh, wait. Oh, wait. It probably exists on our YouTube, doesn't it? Somewhere. Uh, not sure if that one made it up or okay. if we put up the whole thing somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But those were, those were good times. Anything yeah. seemed possible. I know. Anything was a sketch idea at the time. But meat-based plants, is, I mean, it's already it's a perfect idea. It feels like there's very little that we can do to it. You know, I know, but we could give an example of how they came about. Um, mm. You know, it's somebody who uh, is following uh, Jordan Stevenson's uh, full carnivore diet, beef diet, full mm. beef diet, mm. but is is mm. sick of eating just beef. You know, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. and so he tries to start a company where he can use beef cells, beef meat cells, mm. to to grow plants so that he could have a yeah. salad. Like a beef broccoli. A beef broccoli, a, a steamed beef broccoli with maybe like a, 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 a beef sesame dressing. He starts a company called Beyond Plants or Beyond Vegetables. That's right. That's good. <laughs> to manufacture in the lab. Meat-based plants. <gasps> yeah, that's good. And he then he, he grows them and then he has to create a whole beef ecosystem to really... It's actually the way to make it the most efficient is to create a little beef ecosystem. So he has to create <laughs> beef bees that pollinate the beef, the, the beef plants. And This is really exciting. There's like a whole yeah. series. Like a, he has to create a whole like beef microbiome of mm. just... They're all, everything is beef cells all the way down and all the way up. <laughs> and then he realizes at some point that the, the only problem with him is that he wouldn't get bored with it if he was also beef. <laughs> all beef. Wow. And so he starts, yeah. re you know, sort of slowly but surely replicating his own body and then mm. transferring, you know, one finger, let's say. He just starts with the tip of a pinky finger and he replaces the, the tip of his pinky finger and the bone with with beef cells and stuff like that. And he starts, oh, and of now, course, going redder and browner. You know what we call this movie? Hang on, I'm going to wait. I'm go, I've got to do some research before I can say okay. uh, this, just to check if I'm, I'm, I'm on the right track. Uh, oh, yeah, wait, sorry. It's okay. Writing just, the worst this will be worth it, though. Beef-based ecosystem. I'm writing that down at the moment. To for uh, meat. This is this guy is called Cocktail Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I like that. I don't, I don't know 100% the relevance, but... I don't, well, what is a cocktail, Frank? It's probably made from pork, no, though, right? It, it, look, I have no idea. It's You're right, but it's, it, it is definitely... Um, I get it now. It is just a, a meat, a mixture of meat is the man. Yeah. And and maybe a cocktail frankincense. <laughs> Frankenstein's com- monster. It's full sausage man. I mean how yeah, you know, he was able he was able to build Frankenstein out of bits of dead people. But you know, what if you could build it out of really tiny bits of dead people, like minced up dead people. Then yeah. you would truly make a Make a Frankfurt Stein. That's right. Hey. You have to put a red skin on it to keep it to, yeah. to, to, to keep it together. <laughs> oh, but then if he goes into really hot boiling water, then that skin bursts open. Mm. Oh, that'll be very damaging to his appearance. <laughs> I, I, yeah, don't know, I don't know how we include this phrase, sentence in there, but we'll try and get the phrase, is Don, is God! Into the uh, the film. Is Dawn is God. That's a very specific reference to an Australian company that would do Is Dawn is (laughs) Small Goods Company. (laughs) Yeah. Small Goods definitely doesn't sound like cold cut meats, but I I agree. I've never understood why they call it. It it sounds like it's small goods makes me think of like fridges and white goods, I think is what it makes me think of. This is what I love looking up. uh, I've looked up um, Cocktail Franks, Primo Cocktail Franks from um, Woolworths here, and the the very reassuring information, Primo Cocktail Frankfurts are made from finely textured meat, seasoned with spices and cooked. Meat, they won't tell you what kind. Yeah. It's just meat. Finely, the fine, but, and, but the texture is fine. Whether or not the meat itself is, we don't know, but the texture is absolutely unparalleled. From the world's finest textures. <laughs> oh, look here. We've got some more information. Meat, including pork. So including, it includes pork. So, yeah, it doesn't exclude does anything. exclude anything. <laughs> excluding deer, excluding hagfish. No, they don't say um, that. They don't say that. I think, yeah, because, I, I mean, like, the Frankfurt really is, it's like the MDF of the meat world. Mm, you're absolutely right. Yes. You create your own new meats using other meats by compressing them together because you would have to make them into a sort of goo wouldn't you and I then think bind that's very it. much the process yeah you goo first you goo it because you want to get mm-hmm. that consistent um homogeneousness homogeneity is don is goo is <laughs> i'm gonna keep going i'm gonna keep going with this He's done. Um, he's the baby good. has started to cry, Alistair. Yeah, so well, I'll wrap up. While you go deal with that, I'll start reading the sketch ideas. Is that okay? Are you going to go forever? Well, uh, I mean, I'll, uh, you you can. I, I might have to. Oh, I'll go get the baby. I'll bring him back, and then okay. he, he can be part of the podcast. Hang All right, on. no worries. All right, so let's read the sketch ideas. We've got um, with its origins in Mister Beaning, uh, people are riding atop of cars that by by straddling them like a tough guy and they are tough guys uh you know they ride a car like a motorcycle and the wider the car the tougher you are and they no longer associate themselves with mr bean but that's where the ideas come from uh we have the buttock is the is the fist of the back and this is connected to the backwards catapulting of a man over a night market uh, and who realizes he's heading towards an enemy and chooses to clench his buttock like a fist so that when it strikes, it has maximum impact rather than leaving it supple and, uh, you know, becoming a bit more shock-absorbing. Uh, we have the first name should really be your Jesus name and your Christian name uh, should be like should be like the last name because because that's like Christ's. Hello, baby. Hello. Hello, baby. Is that Wallace or is that one of your other babies that you've had since that one? (laughs) (laughs) This is my smallest baby. He's looking around in confusion. Yeah. Andy, have you... I'm just going to add into your bit about the butter clench. His his ass clenched in anger. That's right. It clenched in anger. No, that's good. (laughs) 
Um, have you noticed now that you have four kids that the kids are starting to raise themselves? No, no, I haven't noticed that, Alistair. I was promised that, but it still feels very much like we are the ones raising the kids as the Gosh. parents. <laughs> Gosh, I'm so sorry to hear this. Okay. Um, yeah. Are they raising Are they raising themselves or are they lowering us? That's yeah, the question. It seems like that's probably where it would go. Um, uh, you, then we've got adding senses through magnet gloves and sonar goggles. Uh, this is, mm. I mean, just, just a, a way of just getting more sensory organs on by just having them built into clothing is what I'm suggesting. Mm-hmm. I think you could probably put wear a sonar shirt, you know? I mean, you could, you've got all that area there on your chest, that surface area that could be telling you what's out in, the, uh, out, out in front of you, if, let's say if your eyes were closed or if you were blind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it could be telling what's behind you. Hello, baby. Um, we got... <laughs> Sorry, Alistair. No, no. I'm now very distracted. <laughs> no, we've got the Tarantino talent off. Uh, we've got the far away magic. We've got the maths. We call society. it a, a, Quentin, a Quentin Tarantino off. Okay, Quentin Tarantino off. Uh, okay, I'll write that down. Tarantino off. And then we've got uh, Faraway Magic. We've got the Math Society One Day where they let fuckheads have a go. And we've got <laughs> the beef-based ecosystem for meat-based plant agriculture. Yes. Very good. Um, to make it, you know, financially viable and self-sustaining. So here we go. Boom. Thank you so much Thank for everything. Thank you so much for listening to In the Think Tank. That's you can great. follow us at Alistair TB on Twitter or uh, a, a Stupid Old Andy on Twitter or t- at Two in Tank on both Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. Um, we're mm-hmm. always around. You can listen to the Two in the Think Tank podcast. You can come see me at the Comedy Festival show. You can go and see or watch Teleport or Magma, or My Client is Innocent, all on YouTube. They're all there now, and you can just watch them for free and uh, see what we do when we do comedy festivals. Uh, We love you a great deal, and uh, take care. (laughs) Whoa, that was great. Um, That was a great sound. Yeah. Wally, do you want to say the last words of the podcast? There we go. go. And we We love love you. you. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.